uh, maybe initially a, a, a rude thing. No, that's not, not the right word. Um, Integration was difficult. But, but, but then it was smooth, if that makes some sense. Mm. Tell us about your assignment. Well, I was um, teaching English, mm-hmm. straight English, in uh, Bishop's High School, which was a very well thought of high school in, on the island of Tobago. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the classes were, were really big, and we didn't have a lot of, you know, we didn't have very many books and, and all, all of that. But there was such a wonderful spirit in, in the, I mean, on the whole island and, and in the staff room. Like, I mean, I can't imagine a livelier place that was more fun and exciting, you know, just like even at lunchtime, passing each other. It was just so much fun. And the people were so good. The kids were really great. And my assignment, you know, because I only taught one subject, as compared to you guys, um, it was pretty straightforward. There was lots of room to do creative things, whatever I wanted, and you know we we put on plays, we did stuff like that, and uh, Tom, basically Tom and I just got into the community. There weren't that many um, Canadians or people from North America there, a few Brits. So basically. I mean, we were really young. We were just out of, I was just out of university, and I just, it just changed my whole life, really. Made me more fun-loving, outgoing. <laughs> I was the one who really benefited oh, that's a lot by of, the experience. A lot of Bridget. Now, there's a rumor goes around that you guys were on a honeymoon. <laughs> oh, well, it was very interesting because of course, it wasn't a, it was a honeymoon, okay, yes, it was. Uh, but uh, the, the most important thing was we uh, escaped to some extent from our, our community and our bad habits, or my bad habits. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it's a new start in life with new, new directions. And mm-hmm. I have a little story. I, I tell you, you're talking about dressing formally. Yes. So uh, the Bishop's High School was a f- formal high school, and they even suggested wearing academic gowns in the tropics. But we we, did, we didn't do this. But we you know white shirts and ties were expected. But we are in the late '60s, and at one point, somebody clipped a, 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 an editorial out of the leading paper in. Uh, Trinidad, and it said that ties were the yoke of colonialism, and that's the last tie that was in our school. <laughs> really? <laughs> and yeah, because it's very uncomfortable, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, untuck your shirt, be comfortable, and work hard. It was we had a we had a very good time, and we're retired now, and we went back to look at um, Tobago as a possible retirement location, mm-hmm. but it's a long ways from home and family. Yeah. And it's, it's also, if you're part of the community, you're part of the community. If you're retired, you're something else. So, yeah. so our decision was to uh, retire to another island. And jump in. <laughs> and jump in. And, um, <laughs> to all the things supportive housing. 
Yeah. Wonderful. So tell me about your mom and dad, and and uh, what you weren't born in. You no. were born in, you, I, but you've had this stuff in. Yeah, I w I've been uh, born and raised in Canada, actually. But um, I would say it's mostly the the uh, the culturation um, that I experienced uh, from all kinds of different um, sculptures that I didn't understand when I was a kid that had so much story attached to them, um, just all around the household. And I mean, I, I think that this is sort of my um, what inspired me to sort of go in the direction of international development, um, to look in that direction and, and really see what it has to offer. Um, and I mean, it seems like such a, such a wide world to, from my young perspective. Um, it, it's not necessarily so much uh, good that I can do in the world, but so much that I can learn about it. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, I've been really privileged, I mean, growing up immersed in agriculture, um, immersed in the sort of uh, technical trades and practices that they were able to uh, take to Vanuatu, that um, I've, I've just been so lucky, um, and I, I want to see how, how, I can, how I can go with that. I, I mean, uh, albeit it was uh, 30 years past, um, Yes. I think it, that we're really stuck in suspension in, in Nanaimo in a lot of ways, um, the, the walls of, of misunderstanding. Mm. And I think, you know, what it, what, whether that can be done at this university to break it down or, or elsewhere, it's, it's really important. On my bucket list is going to Vanuatu. And I'm mm. very lucky because we have uh, three returned volunteers that served in Vanuatu that live on Vancouver Island that have gone back to live there. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so it would be really interesting to see what the, the change is over 20, 25 years. Yeah, yeah. So when you, when you go back, have you ever been back to Botswana? No. no. Would you ever want to? Oh, of course. Yeah, when? <laughs> no, we're not it's yet the bucket retired. List. So okay. it's what, do you, what do you work in now? I'm actually a graphic designer. Here in uh, Nanaimo? In Nanaimo, yeah. And you have your own business? I have my own business, yeah. Oh, what's um, it called? It's called Aquarius Design. Okay. And that actually started when I was in Botswana because we worked for an agency, a non-profit agency in a large village, Kanye, and they needed someone to paint, to design a logo for them oh. and to paint all their vehicles. And because my time wasn't fully taken up with teaching at that time, I did that. I designed a logo and I painted all their vehicles and, it, and then I started doing more signs and it went from there. <laughs> I did some illustration for a... There was another Canadian there who was teaching um, people to build um, ovens made from uh, clay and straw mixed together. And so I illustrated some slides for him so that he could take that with him and show people with, with low literacy levels how to actually do that. So that's really where my artistic career began. Wow, so you can have career changes when you're, when you're in the field. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and, and did you have career changes in the field? No. No? What have you been doing <laughs> since you got back from Botswana? Have uh, you been working in the same thing? No, I worked in community development. I, I worked for, um, I worked as a political aide, actually. Uh, oh. One of the uh, epiphanies for me is to, is to, you know, get involved in the decision making at the local community level. And, and I worked for a provincial politician for 12 years. Oh. Uh, and, and, and for the last nine years, I am employed by Nanaimo Affordable Housing Society, a little non-profit society that, okay. that uh, manages property in the, in the community. 
So you continue to work in community working. and social enterprise. And social working with enterprise. people, working with, uh, it, it's it partially a mental handicapped uh, community, um, and uh, but, but quite fundamentally it's providing subsidized housing for those people who need it. Fantastic. And, and Gabriola, you retired there now? Yes. But what did you do in your career when you came back? Well, uh, when we came back, I went back to university and got a teaching degree and, and then taught for about 30 years in Edmonton, mainly in the city centre, but not always. And so it, it carried on, a, you know, I, anyway, I, I, that's what I did. And uh, I was, it just crossed my mind when I was listening to you guys talk that one thing that did come out of probably that drama experience in the high school was the first year when I directed a play was Shakespeare. Shakespeare was very traditional. Every year there was a big play by Shakespeare. But the second year one of the other teachers started writing a play about Tobago. And that was, it was almost like too over the top for, for anyone to imagine it happening instead of Shakespeare, but it was just fabulous. And um, it just crossed my mind that on Gabriola, I have written a play about Malcolm Lowry, who visited Gabriola. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, actually, that's probably where I where I got rolling with writing plays and drama yeah. and stuff. So I mean, sometimes like a, a person doesn't even know what influences them. But when I was listening to you talk, I thought that is such a beautiful story <laughs> to do that. When, um, by the way, in um, CUSO, we have a partnership with Stratford in a city called Sujitoto and in El Salvador. So please look at some of those assignments. You may want to do a short-term <laughs> assignment there. And did your career continue on in the... What did you end up doing? Uh, teaching is extremely hard work. You're on the firing line every day. And yeah. I, I, your name was Sue, was it? Yes. Yeah, so I, I did all the sciences like Sue and was in over my head teaching A-level physics for a while. Wow. But uh, when I came back, I went to grad studies and I'm a conservation biologist and I've worked in national parks, provincial parks and community parks most of my career and even in retirement. I'm very, very heavily involved with uh, Gabriola Land and Trails Trust, which is trails and conservation. Fantastic. So was this all in Saskatchewan? Um, no. I, I went back to grad studies in Saskatoon, and uh -huh. Charlotte was in Saskatoon. She's working in the law library. Mm. And we were both very heavily involved in the CUSO committee in Saskatoon oh, for maybe three years, three or four years. Uh-huh. Um, and then I did field work, but uh, Charlotte, I had to go to Ottawa to write up a report, and Charlotte uh, was in contact with CUSO, and they recruited her, so she worked in, for CUSO in, in, oh, in the in, office in, yeah. in Ottawa. See, you had more than that. That was great, too. I mean, that was Well, Charlotte so could have exciting. had a career with, with, with CUSO. Because they, they enjoyed her work and everything, but we... Well, anyways, so we, we left Saskatchewan because it was very difficult to get gainful employment. So we went to Alberta with many, many, uh, many, many others and had a career primarily in Alberta. 
in parts, and also Tom was involved in the Trans-Canada Trail, one of the first people oh, at wow. the first meeting for the Trans-Canada Trail. Mm -hmm. Now we are, oh, how exciting. Yeah. And Alberta Trailnet, which was the, the first bringing together of all the trail organizations in Alberta, because in the past, you know, hikers would fight with snowmobilers, would fight with horses, you know. But when we're all working together and solving our problems, we were really strong. We made lots of programs. Yeah. And we have a very, very progressive trail system in Alberta. That's and fantastic. British Columbia as well. I don't know about it but as much. Yeah. Wonderful. So I'm going to uh, thank you all for coming. And then I'm going to ask you to tell any particular fun story on the next segment. <laughs> thank you for your service overseas. And, and thank you for coming tonight and continuing to participate in your communities, not only overseas, but here in Nanaimo and Gabriola and Alberta and Saskatchewan and everywhere. <laughs> and thank you, and t tell your parents, I said thanks for their service overseas. <laughs>